Yes, yes, yes. That was uh, Shriekback uh, all lined up. Uh, we're going back to the basement. This is, um, I'm going to say his name, man, because uh, he just sent it to me. Uh, I hope there's no one after you, Nicholas Mikowski, uh out of Chicago. <laughs> the Chicago Mikowskis. Um over by there uh yeah uh we're going here we go this is called bury him quick if you dig this look for uh nicholas uh what nicholas edwin dude you sent me something earlier double dipping man all right we're gonna do it because uh uh i like your style man you're, <laughs> you're in there uh bury him quick
Yeah, that's Elvis Costello. Um, God, what was the name of that? Uh, you Belong to Me. Right? Yep, I checked. You Belong to Me. Um, we're going back to the basement. This is... Let me grab this. This is Colo- <laughs> I uh, They got the best name. This is uh, Awesome Sound. <laughs> That's the name. So if you dig this, uh, look for Awesome Sound on Bandcamp. Uh, the song is uh, from their uh, Colossal Clone record. It's called, oh man, it's like French. And I, I'm just, I can't even like, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Dejeuner, Suis. Uh, Lerbe, uh, 1983. So I think this is something about Serge Gainsbourg. <laughs> if I had to guess, hold on, I'm turning that up. Uh, I'm touching this. Come on, uh, I'm touching it. Oh man, it's like French. I thought, all right, uh, the circles. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
shall get them that's not shall lose so the Bible says and it still is news mama may have papa may have but God bless the child that's got his own got his own yes the strong gets more while the weak ones fade empty pockets don't ever make the grave mama may have pop but God bless the child that's got his own that's got his own relations give crust of bread and such you can help yourself but don't take too much mama may have papa may have but God bless the child that's got his own 
God's got his own. God bless the child, the child that's got his
sky. He was a long-legged guitar picker with a wicked wandering eye, but he was her man nearly all of the time. Well, Johnny, he packed up to leave her, but he promised he'd be back. He said he had a little picking to do a little farther down the track. He said, I'm your man. I wouldn't do you wrong. Well, Frankie curled up on a sofa, thinking about her man. Far away the couples were dancing to the music of his band. He was Frankie's man. He wasn't doing her wrong. Then in the front door walked a redhead. Johnny saw her right away. She came down by the bandstand to watch him while he played. He was Frankie's man, but she was far away. He sang every song to the redhead. She smiled back at him. Then he came and sat at her table where the lights were low and dim. What Frankie didn't know wouldn't hurt her none. Then the redhead jumped up and slapped him. She slapped him a time or two. She said, I'm Frankie's sister, and I was checking up on you. If you're her man, you better treat her right. Well, the moral of this story is be good but carry a stick. Sometimes it looks like a guitar picker just can't tell what to pick. He was Frankie's man, and he still ain't done her wrong. I've been really trying. Yeah, yeah, thanks for doing what you got to do. Trying to hold back this yeah, to come and, 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 and do this with me and... Um, uh, let's just take one day at a time, you know, and try to uh, really just embrace uh, just having a good time and, and, and just enjoying, like, if you're healthy and you got food in your belly, man, let's just, let's thank, let's just be thankful for that. So have a good Thanksgiving and, uh, yeah, I may see you next week. Not sure, but do what you got to do. We're all sensitive people with so much to give. Understand each other since we got to be. Let's live. I love you.
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's L, let's, W, watch, A, uh, F-L, full length, M, movie, O, on, Y-T, YouTube. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. I forgot the name of the show. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. How are you? Oh, uh, I just feel so L-S-M-O-W-M-O-Y-T. I can't even tell you. Yeah. Still the Waffle Ox. I was um, reading in the paper this morning that if you, you know, if you planned on uh, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T-ing, today was the day to do it. It's great weather. Great weather for it. Lousy weather here in California. Mm. Just a winter summer. Summer full really? winter, that's all it was. Yeah, whatever. Then it gets nice. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to watch a full length movie. We're going to talk. We're going to have old men talk about the weather for 20 minutes. And then <laughs> we're going to kick into our show. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube where we watch a full length movie on YouTube with you. Uh, let us watch. And you listen to the podcast at the same time of the movie. Carl, what is the movie today? Today we were watching Brain Dead, 1990. Brain Dead. Now you might bump into Brain Dead 2007. That's not for you. Brain Dead 1990. That's what you put in the search engine of your YouTube search. And we like the channel. T i r n a n o g. Turnan og. Turnan. Turnan og. And in fact, I want to. I'm going to subscribe to this uh, channel as well. She, so we want you to type in Brain Dead. You just, she subscribed. I have no idea. You're, a, you're just a subscriber. I crave content, Carl. Mm. Oh, is that why? <laughs> yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, we want you to type in Brain Dead. It's, 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 it's called Brain Dead 1990 with Bud Court. Spoiler. Right. Click the link from uh, Turnanog. But hit pause and move the uh, slider to the left. We want you to get to zero, zero, zero. And at the, when you hear go, go. And we have none other than the Countdown King's proxy himself. Proxy. Itself, Paul Brava, 
Paul Blumbaugh usually does our countdown. He is the host of, oh, geez, crime. I'm just going straight to the movie today. Geez. Uh, he's the host of The Edge of Insanity, another podcast, and airs streams right before us. Yeah. If you listen to us, which you should, on mutinyradio.fm. It's an internet radio station, mm-hmm. and our show streams first on mutinyradio.fm every Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2%, 2 percent Pacific, <laughs> 2 percent Pacific. And uh, just a little so touch. you can make an afternoon, just just a smidge Pacific. <laughs> and uh, we want to, you can hang out and make a Sunday out of it, listen to Paul's show, and listen to our show, or just get, subscribe to the podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's also our YouTube channel where we sync the movies. Anyway. Let's get back to the Brumbot. All right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals, the countdown king himself. Would you please welcome... Mr. Paul Brumbaugh. All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. Cool. It starts off with Homer Simpson's brain. Oh, this movie's called Brain Dead, and there's a brain. Yeah. And there's the title, Brain Dead. But, you know, looking at the scan, the brain was very much alive. Yeah. Maybe that guy's name was Brian. Brian dead. <laughs> Brian. Wow, what a lineup. <laughs> Brian dead. <laughs> Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Well, oh, and George Kennedy. Right. Could, couldn't the producers, couldn't Corbin afford a font? <laughs> that font come in the uh, demo? <laughs> I've never seen a movie where I want to commit suicide just reading the font. Art House book by Peter Francis Rudder. Oh, that's a CT scan, right? Did I get it right? Uh, I don't. Your head? Probably. Whoa! Move over, lawnmower man. Special effects has a new home. <laughs> nice by Julie Corman. So we love watching Roger Corman movies. And this is produced by his wife, right? Or yeah, Julie Corman. Um, and Julie is Corman it was uh, daughter or wife. It's it's a wife, and she had like um, uh, two hundred films uh, on her shelf, and she's like, I'm sick of looking at these, and so she had a million people read them. Find me a good one, and the one they picked sat, mm-hmm. sat on the shelf for twenty three years. Really? This yeah. movie took like, yikes. There's a face. Oh, he's playing with brains? Yes, he is playing, and he's about to get caught by his boss. Ooh, don't you hate that? Yes. So this movie, came, they wrote this in 1977? Uh, let me look exactly. Because I'm just saying it's 1990, and it took 20, originally originated 23 years prior. There's a guy named Charles Beaumont, and he wrote a script, uh, this script, in the uh, 
I'm not clear on... Okay, film 23 years after his death. Uh, he was a regular writer on the original Twilight Zone, and that's really his claim to fame, Charles Beaumont. And he did a lot of scripts gotcha. for Roger Corman, Edgar Allan Poe's uh, Poe films, etc. He wrote more episodes yeah. than, Rod, than anyone but Rod Serling himself. So... Oh, in the Twilight Zone, huh? Wow. Right. So, so like, when someone, so, it, yeah. Yeah, she found this script, or one of her people did, and Adam Simon, uh, who is another writer, said, I could make this modern, and he, like, brushed it up, and it became this movie. Wow. You could tell Beaumont's scripts for the Twilight Zone, that they're, they differ from Sterling, because, uh, never a uh, metaphor for the House of Un-American activities. <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> see a pattern there. This is your future. This he wrote the same episode Union. times. <laughs> I know. And then, you ever watch Night Gallery with, with Rod Sterling? No. Oh, it's sad. It's cool. It's cool because it exists, but it's also just kind of He's, he hosts this show in color, and it's, it, it lasted a few seasons, but that was fun. Now, this script was so old, uh, it was on something, they, a paper, a paper, it's called Onion Skin, and they had a lot of trouble photocopying it because it was pre-Xerox photocopy. Um, now, Corman swears they really stuck to the original script, even though it was punched up. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do they say? Like, let's add a computer to the lab. <laughs> yes. We're done. <laughs> we did it. I mean, there were still brains in jars 30, 25 years ago. God, look how young Pullman looks. Yeah. Now, this is like Dr. Rex Pullman. Martin, and you're right, it's Bill Pullman. And he is a specialist with brains and trying to figure out how to, you know, from where uh, – uh, problems are in the brain how you can fix them you know abnormalities and he specializes in paranoia and he uh he's pretty much figured out a way to like cure paranoia but it's all experimental it's all in the lab it's all with uh you know dead brains well carl why did you bring up paranoia because <laughs> of me right yeah i knew it you do it so obvious you know, that last scene is the man with two brains. You could edit that joke in during it. I, Look at that picture. Is that Picasso? No, it's a 1800s lithograph. Litho, it's not Picasso at all. Uh, and I don't know why it's He's special. Like, you want to take oh, double billing. Double hey, billing. Double billing. I can't tell them apart. Who's that? Is that Pullman again? Yeah. It's now this Jim Reston. I mean, it's Bill Paxton, but his name's Jim Rexton, and he is a head of R&D at the Ulysses Corporation. Uh, he is young and oily. Yeah. I've never seen him that Paxton so oily before. He is young and oily, and he's slimy. He always plays a slimy guy. He always plays a slimy guy. Right. He tries to talk well, you know about how, uh, things and... Bullies. 
we we should mention up front that one of the reasons why we're, we're watching this movie for two reasons, three reasons. It's a Corman picture. Yeah. Uh, but it also has Bud Court in it, and we wear Bud Court. Mm-hmm. And a character actor who looks like Bud Court, but he's not Bud Court. Not Bud Court is not in this movie, but Bud Court is. And that Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman are in the same movie, which is a rarity. These two guys, uh, Bill Paxton passed away recently, but yes. these two guys were always known, and would always get confused by uh, movie goers. kind of this long-going joke. Yeah. You ever see the Simpsons episode where Homer gets smart and he's watching a, a comedy and, and he's wondering why all these dumb people are laughing at this stupid movie? Uh-huh. And they walk out and the doctor says, yeah, Bill Pullman was hilarious. And smart Homer says, that was Bill Paxton, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so only my quick genius Homer could tell them apart. That was... And here they are, together at last. But I never think yeah. of them. They don't really look similar. They don't really act similar. Let me play a little. Okay. He's talking him into something. You see, okay, there was a scientist named Halsey, and he was working on something very important. And it was probably a weapon of mass destruction, but he went cuckoo, okay? So what, what Paxton wants him to do is operate on his paranoid brain, trying to get numbers of his formula out or make him brain. Let's listen. It's a simple. Uh, what's the catch? No catch. Yet. That says, no catch yet. So it's kind of like dreamscape where they go in the president's brain. You still there, Carl? Yeah, I'm still here. He's trying to talk yeah. him into it. Right on. Now look, this is Biodome. Outside. This is Biodome. What? Yup. This is Biodome? This is the location. Biodome was shot like maybe six years. Biodome was what, 95? This is 90? 96, I guess. No, but a lot of places have yeah. used this location. Um, when we were watching the trailer, you might have heard me blurt out yeah. Biodome. And that's because I just got the vibe. The front door exterior, the front door interior, it's definitely Biodome. So wow, this is movie history. This is the water reclamation plant uh, in Van Ness, Van Nuys, uh, California, Los Angeles, yeah. and they shot Biodome here in 1996. But also, um, Twins in '88, uh, Night Rider, two episodes, Star Trek was filmed nice. here. A lot of them, Next Generation, not the original. In Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, Bill and Ted's Bogus Ad- Journey, and Twins. Oh, I, okay, yeah, I've seen all those movies. You, not, not all the Star Trek, but... Now he's meeting Hall, huh. Bud Court, and he's a funny character. Bud Court. Yeah. He's doing I'm the word search, but it's with numbers, man. Well, that's the thing. He's claiming that he's not a... Um, 
he's claiming that he is a uh, accountant. He's not a mathematician. Ah. Because he's... Oh, look at him. He goes straight to the point. Yeah. Oh, of the, the pencils? What's the point of those pencils? Well, it's on the top. Yeah. By the way, Danny Goldman... Danny Goldman is not Bud Court. And ladies and gentlemen of the audience, if you ever uh -huh. life see Bud Court, run up to him and go, Danny? Danny Goldman? <laughs> You're going to do that too, man. Don't do that. One day. One day. I should really just prank. Bud Court looks pretty good. <laughs> you you saw it. I, I don't remember. Look at that. They're carrying people behind them. Yeah. It's like a circus back there. <laughs> they're they're making jokes. Like you, you're watching uh, Bud Court, and then all of a sudden some guy goes, goes zoom past. Next scene, you see <laughs> them carrying them back, and then zoom past again. I love it. Keep keep it busy. I love this. Look, they got word search on the walls for the for the crew. Like during downtime, you can look for strawberry and look for. That's how he Halsey just spends. The word and... He just does puzzle. Oh, he just word searches. Right. It's good. That's good. It keeps you sharp. I should do that during quarantine. Just put a bunch of puzzles on the wall and just do word searches that way. Sure. And leave them on the wall yeah. so you get a little exercise. Oh yeah. I have to like. Oh, I want to do a word search. I have to get up, walk to the wall. Now watch Bud Court's great acting here. He's supposed to right. act like he's a nutbag, and he does it great. He really does. Look at him. <laughs> he's just, yeah. And roll him. Look at his twitchy. Okay, so you're getting... Yeah. Okay, now the, the internet thinks it's real important for you to know that this is an IBM computer, and yet they're showing Commodore graphics. Makes no sense. Yeah, where did Julie uh, Corman get the money for Commodore graphics? Right. Well, which Commodore? The VIC-20? Uh, which oh, Commodore? Uh, Commodore? It's buried in my research. Well, there's the Commodore 64. No. And then there's the VIC-20. No, no, there was another. Didn't Commodore have like a uh, even dumber computer? Yeah, here it is. It's yeah, a Commodore yeah. Amig, Amiga, Amiga, yeah. Commodore Amiga. Amiga. Oh yeah. Do we care? Yeah, those. Well, that's a cult computer, so I'm sure those uh, Amiga fans were like, "What?" Yeah. If that's not an RX Spectrum. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Can you see them uh, calling up to complain, the like calling the director? Ring. Hello? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello. Okay. <laughs> you want to explain to me, <laughs> right? You better sit down. <laughs> oh, here's what the an awful headshot. Hold on. Hello. I think you're going to be surprised at how you do it. Halsey Ross's models. Show us results. We need those numbers. We need those numbers. 
We need those numbers. Watch this. So no one else will ever get them. All right. Watch him. Brain dead. Come on, pal. <laughs> Come on, other Bill P. You know they're not in the same shot together. Oh, here we go. Take it back. You think it really is the same guy? They're never in the same shot. <laughs> That's just Bill Pullman in his shadow, Bill Faxon. This was Adam Simon's has more no film he directed. But right. he went on to do Carnosaur, as you know. Carnosaur, yes. And he did... And then probably uh, Carnosaur 2. <laughs> right. He did not... Uh, Body Chemistry, American Nightmare, which is a documentary about uh, horror films. I don't know. The thing is, he's huh. a bit of a joke in the industry because there was that movie called The Player. Yeah, right, with Robert Altman's movie. And uh, what's his name, the guy who married Susan Sarandon? Uh, the, our hero of that. They never married. Okay. Ted, yeah, but correct yourself. Correct yourself. They never married Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. So in the player, Tim Robbins is shooting, and he's got a line. He goes, who the hell let Adam Simon on the set? And I'm sure oh. it would. They oh. roared laughing. Wait a minute. So director Robert Allward takes a piss take on another director yes. in his movie? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Classy. <laughs> well, from what I understand of Robert Altman, that would make sense. Well, this guy's more of a writer than a director, you know? I mean, he really directed two films yeah. and then a documentary, but he wrote like hell. Well, maybe that's the way we make a joke, like the writers on the set. Okay, you see this homeless guy, he's like, that's my brain! And Bill Paul Yeah, he's a brain sensor. You have your own brain, this is my brain. Of course. Uh it's an invasion. Oh no! Hit on the brain. head. Now, Whoa. wait a minute. This guy's face. To sleep, a chance to dream. That's Shakespeare, my friend. James Rafferty. <laughs> Perchance to dream. Uh, it's all covered in brain water. Why I, I have questions, Carl. Yes. I'm raising my hand. I got a yes. question. I have answers. Uh, yeah. All right, Carl. Why did he carry the brain in a jar outside to the parking lot? I don't know. Uh, I'll take my like answer offline. taking it home or something. It's not clear why he was doing that. Now, do you remember Eunice Corn Company had infinity as their symbol? And look at the eight on his door. Yeah. This is the second time he made a joke. He's going to spin it. Yeah, and obviously the director did that to say infinity. Meaning what? This film's going to go on? <laughs> right. No, it's just the Eunice Corporation. Okay, surprise, you've been defunded. My grant's been doubled. You're going to have to clear all your stuff out of here. Ooh, big switcheroo right up front. Right, it's heat on our hero. 
Now, he thinks of all of his brains, not as friends, but as individuals. And we saw that in the beginning, and he gets upset. And I'll play that part because he makes it a big deal. People who have been on a journey, who you know, know what journey they're on now? Well, I, I like to eat the brains because, as you know, it's good brain food. Oh, brains are yeah. good brain food. Uh, whenever I hike, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you you bring you bring a satchel of uh, brains. Well, you you have dyed, uh, dried brains, and you put them in like a gorp. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> a gorp. <laughs> a gorp. Uh, the bee silent gorp. Listen, watch he gets up. Granola. Yeah. Hey, man. Get out of here. Yeah. Hands off my brains. Individuals. Yeah. They're not just silly brains in a jar. What kind of balls does a corporation have where they have a whole fucking bookcase of other people's brains? It's for research. Listen, this isn't a corporation. I know you're... This is, this is not a corporation. Oh, Look at this. Oh, individuals! Individuals! Uh -huh. Hey, where's the assistant when these brains fall? He disappeared. Oh, it was just a bad dream. Nope, I'm covered in brains and broken glass. Big deal, he broke a brain jar just an half hour ago. Yeah, I'm pulling you up on brain charges. I'm writing you up on... Now, you see how he was in the middle of something Great charges. up? That will happen throughout the entire film. Yeah, but it wasn't a dream. It actually happened. I don't know. See, that's the thing. He even talks about his accident. Right. Hey, what happened? Oh, continuity. I can't, he talks about his accident legs, and he uh... goes, or was that also my dream? You know, he's all confused. Yeah. Check out the continuity of her night of her, uh, yeah, negligee. You can see like full leg, and then you don't see like. Very good call, Mike. I, guess, uh, I I don't know why I was looking there, but I guess uh, it paid off. She's, not, <laughs> she's got her legs covered. Okay, so she's covered leg. Maybe when her feet are extended, it's up oh, uncovered leg. Mike, you're so yeah. right. I know. I'm a genius. I like, you know, my secret is I like looking at women. <laughs> it's no secret. <laughs> Although she'd probably kick my ass. So now he's talking about Halsey. How he murdered. He's a murderer, but he's a great guy. Biodome. Biodome. What a wow, good job my cart does in this film. He's really acting. Cool. Is this your favorite Bud Court movie? Uh, no, I think that Swap Meet is my favorite Bud Court meet movie. Oh, I like Electric Dreams. Oh, with Danny Goldman? Yeah, with Danny Goldman. That's right. He played Miles. I loved Bud Court in Blob in the Blob. Is, is that really Bud Court? 
Is that Bob? No, it wasn't. Is it Blob Two? Beware the Blob. Beware the Blob. That's it. That's it. With uh, with I Dream a Genie, with J R Ewing. Yeah, Larry Hagman. Oh, is he pointing out the Mae West and the Camel Pack? Yeah, he, lots of subliminal images. They used the logo of the camel, but they actually whited out the, the name camel from that pack. There it, is a subliminal. If you look at the hump, you can see Mae West holding her arm uh, on her uh, hip. I've, I've seen in my life all of the – there are sexual positions in it. There really are. It's not a – the reason they got caught is it's so obvious. Sexual position, like what, the missionary position? I don't yeah, think it's missionary it's position. Hump. I get it, Carl. And there's also <laughs> a guy who talks to me from the mission district is upset about missionary position. So they talk – they also – there's this guy standing with his arms and he's peeing. I'll sh I'll show you someday when that's, we're in the same room. Yeah. No, that's not a guy. That's Mae West in a suggestive pose. It's not a guy peeing. Maybe she's peeing. Well, does Mae West have her arm on her hips and an elbow sticking out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and her dick okay. out. Yeah. I always heard it was Mae West. I didn't hear it was a guy peeing. Well, think about it. They want to give you the subliminal message that cigarettes make you a man. I don't know that Mae West does, right. but I think a guy proudly standing there just with his dick out pissing away, that's kind of man thing to do. <laughs> it's time to take a break. Whip it out. <laughs> take a leak. <clears throat> you deserve a piss today. This is all biodome? This... Uh, yeah, this is all biodome. Well, the thing is, okay, no, I shouldn't talk shit. Uh, the insane asylum for sure is Biodome. Is Eunice Corporation Biodome? I'm not sure. It looks like some kind of corporate campus. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the ones where uh, they have their own bo Hey, guys play volleyball all the time. <laughs> you enjoy working here. And you just like, oh, it's, we got to crunch. You got to stay for overtime. Right. I want to go to the volleyball I'll come back in 30 minutes. Time. Ooh, Star Trek toys. Yeah, this is a famous, uh, a famous footage of like that people consider gruesome, and it is. He like shocks them. But this is all recreated. No, it's yeah. real. It's that doctor's not even paying attention. Look, he sticks it in his. Maybe you're right. It's recreation, but you see how he taps. He does that to like. Yeah, it's gross. Like, bruise a part of the brain. Gross. Is this movie gross? Not terribly. You will see people's brains exposed with their skull caps open. No, I mean, is it gross? George Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. George Kennedy. Yeah, we, we've seen George in uh, at least Airplane 79, the Concorde. Yeah, Concorde. Concorde, so Airplane. Right. Airport now, there is a hidden gem here, a guy who's about to hit but doesn't uh, yet. His name is Willie Garson, and he goes on to appear in over 75 films. That This is like his first bloody film. He, wow. This is 1989. Uh, no, in 1989, he did Troop Beverly Hills, so, and he was in 
he was in Ford Fairlane. So maybe this is like his third. Yeah, I read about. I learned about him in uh, history and film class. No. We covered Ford Fairlane and uh, Troop Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. Willie Garson. Wait, the, the Vic, does, is he the test patient? Here he is, that guy. Recognize his face? Oh, yeah. So, well, I mean, like, everyone is so young in this movie. Yeah. But the thing is, he's a hidden gem because he was nobody here, and he would go on to be in Groundhog Day and Ruby and Mars Attacks and being John Malkovich and blah, 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 blah. The Rock! Freaky Friday! I mean... Wow. But we caught him. Well, even George Kennedy looks young. As a virgin. We caught him at, yeah, when he was cheap. Yeah, that's right. When he you was... know, I went to the Corman. I went to the Corman factory. I didn't get to go to no art film school. Right. <laughs> like you snob. Yeah. Hey, uh. Are they going to cut open his brain while corporate watches? How yeah. Paul Verhoeven is. Bud Court, once again, he kills it. He really acts this shit. So gross. I can't believe a man has to wear that on his head. It works. You see the continuity discolor? Look at how Bud does that. They put it in and he tweet he exactly <laughs> I'll give some credit to Bill Pullman. It's not easy touching him on another man's brain like that. Well he was he's using a prod. Oh, well, all right. If I would be right, I'd be like, mm, you lose. Now look, is this a Manchurian Tenet. Candidate reference? Ooh, old ladies. Yeah. They play a game of solitaire. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is he dreaming this? I guess so. Well, he's like hallucinating it. They're messing with his brain right now. It's exposed to the open air, and they're poking it. I know. It does, it's not sanitary at all. You'd figure you would wear a mask, you know, if he's going to stand above someone's brain like that. Uh, 1990s, pre-COVID? No, I mean, listen, out of respect, when you're playing with a man's brain, nowadays you should wear a mask. Yes, yeah. because of COVID. You don't want to sneeze in the guy's brain and get right, him, you know, infected. But, but... <laughs> And even before times when we pick people's brains apart, you could uh, wear a mask or like scrubs or gloves or I don't know. Absolutely. Maybe this is a movie. I don't know. <laughs> oh, but we're not watching Discovery Channel. Dr. Fucking Gross Stuff. Today, yeah, Dr. Fucking Gross Stuff. Something <laughs> fucking gross happens and you get to watch the surgery. Oh, man, that's a great pick. We talked to the patient. We talked to the patients and the doctor. Well, I told the doctor, and the doctor said, man, that is just fucking gross. It was very fucking gross. Roll him. Roll him. George Kennedy... That has been another discovery ID. George Kennedy doesn't really do it so great in this film, you know? Uh, his part is very boring. We know that he can do gold. Uh, right. Now look, that's Conklin. Well, we know he's a... Ooh. Now Hall... Wow, the walls are clean now. Halsey in the seat sees Conklin, the bloody murderer, who killed his family, he believes. But Pullman doesn't see that at all, right? No. Yeah. 
Holman didn't see I'm it. Thinking about his next paycheck. Now here they fix. Oh, that's fucking gross, Carl. They're gonna fix him now. It, the grossness is worth it. Ugh. Listen, when you eat it, ask for sweet bread. Don't say brains. It's tacky. Right. It's embarrassing if you say brains. Ask for sweet bread. They'll know what you're talking about. Yeah. And they could tell, like, if you're a zombie or not by by your request. If you say brains, you're a zombie. If you yeah, say sweet clearly. bread. I'm sorry, sir. I have to take your temperature. You are a zombie. <laughs> Yeah. Was it because I asked for braids? <laughs> yes, sir. So I actually did that like an idiot. It was 1988. I was in an expensive restaurant with my girlfriend and her rich dad, uh, who is a CEO of a company, Felix Lilienthal, I think. Anyway, wow. uh, I was ordering and I asked for sweet bread because I thought it was sweet yeah, bread. Yeah, what a nice appetite. Yeah. And my... The, the, when the waiter went away, she's gawking at me, gawking at me, gawking at me. And she's like, do you know what you ordered? I was like, well, I got the clam filet and the sweetbread. <laughs> so they bring yeah. the sweetbread and it's, it's lettuce, right? There's a bed of lettuce. And on it is a what looks like a sound wave of, of gray matter, uh, really thin. What you know, like a frequency wave of what looks like tuna fish, super thin and and watery. It was a paste. I didn't know what I was doing, so I'm nom 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 nom. Oh, pretty good, the sweet bread. Oh my god! I thought it was going to be bread. Isn't that funny? Nom nom nom. So, so I have eaten cow brain. Did they tell you after you finished? Yes, she or before, or before oh, after she broke over This is important now. Now Rex looks over. Rex isn't Halsley or anything. He, he sees murdering Conklin. Simply by sticking a metal prod inside someone's brain, he right. shares the same hallucination. Yeah, the like thought left oh. into his brain. Let let that be a lesson to you. Yeah, don't prod. You know, Carl. When I around around eighty nine, I was in working at the Claremont and yeah. Friar Tuck, two banquet halls for weddings. Yes. And one of the things I would do, especially at Jewish weddings, is that during the cocktail hour, you'd be in a tuxedo and you'd be at a serving station, and I served brains. I served sweetbread. Wow. How did you prepare it? Was it, was it like I described? Yeah, it was like a very kind of thick of like sweet and sour sauce. It was in kind of a sweet sauce. Yeah. And it was a shaping dish with the sternum, keep, keeping the brains warm. Right. And I would serve, and I had a tuxedo and gloves, and I went through a lot of gloves serving brains, trust me. Because <laughs> uh, when the moment it touched it, I was like, yeah. But I would do it the, the, the French spoon style, where you have two uh -huh. spoons in one hand, and you could clamp, you know, Yes. You clamp a piece of brain and you put it on a plate and you would <laughs> offer it to the Jewish relatives at a Jewish wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been more grossed out. <laughs> so he switched uh, wallets with Halsey. And so he's got oh. no, he can't get out of his own facility. Yeah, the security system's like, I'm sorry, Mr. Paxton, you're unauthorized to leave. The yeah, you I'm still Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he dropped all his cougar on.
Oh no. Conklin. The murderer. Now he's being followed. Okay, so let me just back up here, right? We got uh, Rex Pullman. Rex, uh, I'll call him Rex Pullman. And he is a learned man. He is a scientist. He is studying brains. He's trying to cure paranoia, right? Then he gets a person on the table for the first time ever and actually performs his operation. And when he does... Now, he starts to have a crazy journey. Look who is following him, his wife. Big deal. Wow. That's it. You're so paranoid. I'm just following you, honey. Right. Where's she going? Is she going on a dinner date without her husband? No. She's just for a cocktail party. Oh, they're going to. Yes. Uh, they're going yeah. to dinner with the CEO, or I don't know, the big shot, with uh, George Kennedy. Uh, and. Doesn't Yen. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that restaurant reek of new money? It's named literally <laughs> after money. I always get a yen for it when uh, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, well, you know, the currency in Los Angeles is dollars, so you probably can't spend it. Uh, oh. oh, okay. When you have yen and you can't spend it, you know, even though it's worth yeah. dollars, that's so zen. Yen is so zen yeah. when you can't spend it. It is true. Oh. Look. He thinks he sees Conklin, the murderer. Now he's going to do he, something Conklin, about it. Well, to be fair, as an audience member, we saw, as audience members, we saw Conklin that. What are you doing? I'm just wearing a white tuxedo in a nightclub or in a cocktail bar. Right. I'm, I'm David Byrne. Sorry, Mr. Byrne. But to be fair, when we saw them, leave, when he left, we saw a lingering shot of the serial killer following him. So he does exist. Yeah, he does exist. And in the end, he'll kill so him. this is just a... Good. Don't spoil the ending for me. I hate to sit through this podcast and I got that head. So where does he, like... Where does he kill him? I'll let you know. Oh. Look, he sits uh... at the wrong table. What's wrong with him? We don't always been making a joke. Like the movie set us up that he was a intelligent, rational, you know, the smartest guy in the room. Right. And then all of a sudden, after the operation, he saw a serial killer, and now he starts acting so bizarrely, and he begins to have a psychic trip. No, that's not the word. Uh, he's off to dreamland. I don't know. I don't know. What's real and what's not? Well, I know that you could. You can tell it changed the character because he loosened his tie. Aha! Those subtle director choices. Right. Tax is like, you're loosening his tie? I'm tightening my tie, asked Pullman. So now what they've learned from the operation is you can poke around in people's brains and change their personality. So they want to do like plastic surgery kind of clinics for your brain. 
the new you. Yes. This Bill Pullman. So I think I can. Bill Paxton. Why the long face? Bill Paxton. Yes, you idiot. George Kennedy likes that name. God, they're all falling apart. So Bill Pullman, wasn't he? A, do you remember an Ellen DeGeneres movie like Making Mr. Wrong, where she uh, makes a, uh, a date, like makes a guy, and, and he goes crazy or something? I think that was Pullman. Like Pullman's done silly comedies. What did you call the, the movie? Ma- making Mr. Wrong. Making Mr. Yeah, or Making Mr. Right or Mr. Wrong or something like that. Wrong. It was some movie where like they created a human, like she had a robot date or something like that. I don't remember. I'm checking it out because that sounds so familiar. You know what to do? Look under IMDb, Ellen DeGeneres, and look at the six movies she was in. It's probably one of the six. She was in Trainwrecked. She was Dory, Finding Dory, Finding Nemo. <laughs> right. Yeah, listen, spoiler alert, you know I always spoil the things, like Conklin's going to kill him in the end. I mean, I saw Finding Dory. Yeah, they find her. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. There's Conklin. There's Conklin. So 80s looking. Well, he's on to him. I got to go to my wife. I love her. Sure, your cigarettes. Right out of the 80s, go. <laughs> you could smoke inside. It was no big deal. If you didn't smoke, you were weird. Is this Los Angeles? Oh, no, this is Van Nuys, right? So are they still in the valley? I don't know. That's where the, the Van Ness was the location, or Van Nuys, as you say, was the location of uh, Biodome. I don't know about the rest of the film except right. Los Angeles. Wow, this, this serial killer like shows up anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, could it be that he's not Guys real? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, he's just... real. Teleported into the back seat of Pullman's car. Well, items in the mirror may look uh, realer than they are. Yeah, I do. Because if he, sh- if Pullman sees them on the side of the road, like right. he can't physically run to the side of the road and, and stick his thumb out and wait for Pullman to fly by. <laughs> what if someone pulls over and be like, "I don't want your ride. I'm waiting for Pullman." You're waiting for Pullman. He was great at Terminator. He, he was, was great in Weird Science. He was great in Ter- yeah. He was he was great in Thunderbirds or Go. <laughs> Conklin. Is that recent? Okay, now as you know, we've been experimenting with some paranoia. So now he sees Paxton screwing his wife. Wow. At least he washed up. Nice watch. Nice swap. Yep, that's her arm. Oh, no. Martha Wayne, you're in trouble. He's got your pearls. Yeah. That man. Right, Martha Wayne. He had a pearl necklace during sex. 
Catwoman yeah. killed him. It was Joe Chill, wasn't it? Who killed, uh, who shot him? Now, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Conklin has struck again. Now his wife and Bill are dead. No way. Lucky Paxton got out of this movie. Oh, no, 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 so no, no. They were, not so easy. Because they were really fucking up. They were, so Paxton and wife were fucking on the table. That is for real. But then, oh my god, yeah. he, he's Paxton. Yeah. That's for sure. If you're yeah. a Bill Paxton fan, uh, might be even more so now. Coleman's like, see? Can't you tell them apart now? Can me and him apart? Look at that dick. Yeah. Wow, that no, dick's gorgeous. Uh, right I, to the I eyeball. Thought you were going to talk about his gouged out eyes. You went straight for the dick. There's the difference. <laughs> Listen, if someone looked like me, they kept mistaking for me, and he's dead on my table. I'm like, first off, check out our discs. Can't be the same. Hey, what's going on with the noise? Sounds like your wife's fucking a guy on the table, and then you ice picked him. I, he didn't do it. Evening, evening, John. Evening, Jimmy. Working again? Noise, noise problem? I'm quoting John Wick from the police. Oh, oh, that's why I don't know it. Unless it's Act One, Scene Eight, when I quit. It was Scene Seven. Oh, it was right after uh, he beat up the uh, Russian detention. Uh, the Russians came to beat him, beat him up the first time, and he killed all the Russians. And then the cops showed up. Right, I saw that. The Jersey cops. Evening, evening, John. Evening, Jimmy. You're not back at it, are you again, Wick? Look, I've got some things to sort out. Conklin is. Ah! Oh no, is Conklin going to play with his brain? Is this going to go full circle? That will happen, but not right now. So weird how a brain surgeon has his brain picked on. Yeah. What a coincidence. They should make a movie. I love the clothes. Check out that suit. It's just a vest over uh, with a smock over it. It's not even a suit. No, it's like he's wearing a suit jacket, but he took the jacket part off and put on a smock. He's wearing a vest. Yeah, he's got a smock on, but underneath it's not as like two-thirds of a jacket. Right. So, Rex thinks he's woken up for the first time ever in this place, and they're acting like it's every day. We go through this with you every single day. You have the same... Oh. I don't know what's real or not. I don't know if I should not care about this or not care about the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on, Adam. Can't fuck with male nurses in movies, right? In the loony bin? I'm going through DTs. You sit down here. <laughs> what was that? The last weekend? They had like this male nurse that was like, yeah, all right, buddy. I saw There you go, bub. It has the greatest joke in the world. He tries to hawk his uh, typewriter for booze, the writer. And every time he goes to a New York City uh, a pawn shop, they're closed. 
you know, he goes to like Zelensky's and like all these, uh-huh. and he goes to this uh, pawn shop like O'Leary's, and O'Leary is locking the door, and he goes, I don't get it. Why are all the pawn shops closed? And the guy is obviously Irish. He goes, It's Yom Kippur. He goes, Yeah, but you're you're not Jewish. You're Irish. And he goes, We made a deal. They close on St. Patrick's Day. We close on Yom Kippur. That's what's the joke? Why trade? That the Irish. Yeah. That the pawn shops have a deal that on Yom Kippur the Irish pawn shops close, and in return the Jewish pawn shops close on St. Patrick's Day, so they yeah, get a day but, off. But but on Yom Kippur the Jewish the Jewish pawn shops would be closed too. So. No no no. no. Oh, is it no, yeah. competing but, but business? Then, Yes. Ah, okay. It's a truce between the Irish and the Jews. Why does he take it for what it's worth? Uh-oh, <laughs> word search on the wall. Now. He's the it, crazy one. Right, exactly right. Uh, he has become, um, excuse me, I'm sorry, I forgot his Hazley. name. Yeah. Terrible Hazley. Uh, Halsey. He has become Jack Halsey now. Right, he's the crazy one in the institution. And Conklin is his So was the beginning of the movie him and now he's gone nuts? Or is this him and that was his fantasy? You can't tell. This is like Lost Weekend, right? The one with Cole Pullman, the the David Lynch movie where he turns into Balthazar Getty halfway through the movie. I, I... Are you talking about David Lynch? Because you said Lost Weekend. Yeah. Lost Lost Highway. Well, no, no. Pollock film. It's black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking about a different movie now. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm moving on. It's the one where he goes on the trip, right? It's a David Lynch movie, and he's they go to a motel, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like some Robert Blake calls him, acts all freaky, and there's like a darkened corner in their house where he goes in and never comes out. But he's, Is William Dafoe in it? As like That's a, a lot of people. I remember guy. Henry Rollins. Okay. I guess I'm not sure. If, yeah. I might be mixing the two. Well, he was in Wild at Heart. What's that? He, he, played a, he was in Wild at Heart. He played a really oily guy. Okay, so. that's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But he might he might have been in this movie too. He had a lot of people. I mean, like Robert Blake kind of stood out in Pullman. But yeah, Pullman turns into a different person halfway during the movie. Yes, it's stupid. He goes to jail, and, and then it's. <laughs> it yeah. is. Let me ask. Let me just explain yeah. here that Rax is now in his office. Do you remember his office in the beginning of the film? Yeah. But he's not in his office. He's in his shrink's office. But he's so convinced. But he thinks it's his office. Right. Yeah. He, he thinks he's in the office. That's why he talks to the camera. Like the sitcom The Office. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen an episode. Seen the gifts. So he's like, you think this is your office? Right. Yeah. No, but well, he's got really good proof. What? Take a look out the window. Over it. 
Okay, the curtains are dramatically closed. It's not what he expects. What the? Look, the etchings are on the wall. The reason I knew they were lithographs from the 1800s is because he is proving it's his office. And this is the scene in which I learned that because he tells you about everything. This gotcha. is my office. Now here's Bill Paxton. Huh. No, he was dead. Look at Paxton playing a different character. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll make my hair messier. Get my different hair. Yeah. And I'm wearing a vest too. Yeah, he's not wearing like an 80s go-getter suit. He looks more nerd than Christian uh, yes. Bale in American Psycho. Well, he's playing an accountant. Oh. Cousin knows numbers. Running away. Bill Paxton loved this story. Who else alluded that? Bill Paxton does this Paxton interview, did? right? He goes, we met for an hour. We talked about Descartes and the meditations and wondering what reality was. And I end up thinking, this man is such a depth of knowledge and it's perverse all the way down the line so bill paxton likes him and griffin miller uh -huh. the player said who let adam simon on the lot i don't know about that that's so crazy why she only puts in the walls uh we're just saying these are crazy people he's trying to escape yeah, and so he's he's with a bunch of crazy girls Oh, I, I came from the normal brothel. I must be in the wrong room. Well, there's nothing brothel going on here. No, they're not letting him go. Oh, no, that's the nurse, right? Taking him back to the closet? No, it's a cuckoo bird. Seven minutes of heaven. One second, two seconds. She's a nutbag. Crazy. Trapped in the closet. The closet. Oh, oh no. Two more rooms. Hey, what is office hours? So the guy who wrote this Historical. movie had degenerative aging disease. And he died at 38, looking over 100 years old, the internet tells me. Whoa, that's crazy. Poor guy. Well, I mean, the advantage, of course, is he never got carded at age eight. At, yeah, at least he wasn't, uh, what was that stupid movie with Brad Pitt? Oh, Benjamin Button. Yeah, at least he wasn't Benjamin. Well, he, he had, like, reverse degenerate aging. Reverse, that's right, degenerate aging. He had baby, I don't know what he had. The tagline to this he film like, is, you have he... nothing to lose except your mind. What the fuck's going on? Now, Why wasn't I invited to this party? 
he walked into like a torture chamber part of the the asylum. Wow, look at the scratches on his face and yeah. the sleeves. That's from the girls. So he thinks Conklin is sick. Right. Is he though? I can't figure it out. Conklin looks really normal in this. Yes. Because he's the doctor. He's not a murderer. Look, there's nobody in there. It was all in Rex's mind. Is he Rex or is he Halsey? I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to take my, my parents out of this uh, facility. I don't trust this room. Yeah, right. I don't know why this room exists. You're being paranoid, Mr. Spiegelman. Listen, this is just my sex room. You've seen Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, it's a sex room. <laughs> Come on, get with the times. Okay, now they're zapping him. Oh, they're zapping him for real. Are they? He just woke up from oh, the dream. Oh, did they? Now, this is Bud Court's best acting in the whole movie, and he does it two times in a row. Is that is this the end of Bud Court, or did he disappear thoroughly? Or well, no, no, we'll see him throughout. <laughs> He's so Bud funny. We we talked about him before, but I still think I loved him in Heat. He had an uncredited role as a like a parole officer. It was a fast food restaurant. He was like, "If you don't do my job, I'm right. going to report you to the PO." Right. He was an asshole in that film. Yeah. And then the ex-cons buddies came by the restaurant and they said, "Hey, we need a wheels man." And he's like, "Fuck you, court. Fuck I'm out of here." Court. You look like Danny Goldman. <laughs> Slam. I'm not Danny Goldman. Now, he is uh, a friend of our show uh, because of gas in 1971. Right. Yeah, a long time ago this has been going on. We really did that a long time ago, yeah. He was in Theodore Rex. Yeah, I in the movie. like that one. I do like that one. And that's on YouTube. So everybody knows Harold and Maude and then M.A.S.H., but not everybody knows Son of Hitler, 1978. Okay, here comes Bud Court to act. What, really? He does the same scene, but different lines, and he's so perfect. Oh, so he keeps waking out of a dream, or is it? Yeah, and then Bud Court shows up. That creepy. You should know he's coming. Boom! Maybe he thought it was Munchies. Now, there's an important part here where they both go, I know I'm real, and they realize maybe they're the same person. Watch. Here it comes right now. <laughs> See Whoa. that? Jinx. Right. For a second, it's like, I'm the same person, maybe. Right. You know, like multiple person, you know what I mean? Like, 
That's a kind of a neat twist. I, don't, I haven't really seen a movie where, like, he's, well... Can I no, a movie but it's for done you? well. I mean, we've seen multiple personalities, but... Yeah. Oh. So is it really the wife, or is it, like, a doctor, another doctor? Wait a minute. So he's no longer... Like where he was in that bedroom, he's now in some other. It's just all over the place. He's just free expressing, and obviously, it's in his mind. It's got to be. Or maybe he had an out of body experience. Yeah, maybe. Why didn't you ever think of that? Yeah, why maybe. didn't I ever think of that? One where he could physically. Do... <laughs> <laughs> she just, she's cool in this movie. She doesn't do much. I mean, there's not much. For no, her she to do. doesn't do much, and I didn't even research her. Um, I have her name here. Uh, oh, there's Ellie Jackson. Ellis? No, I guess I don't. Yeah, her name is Ellis. No, that's a guy. I don't know. All right, no worries. But we know Bill Paxton. Yeah, this guy must be weird. We know Bill in that turtleneck. God, who dresses these guys? What? <laughs> Reality. Now, one of the board Steven members, Brooks. Bill Paxton's father. I'm trying to find him for you next time we see the board members. Oh, it's, okay. Oh, cool. William Paxton Sr.? Yeah, uh, no, his name is um, uh, John, John Paxton. And he was an actor and producer. He was in Spider-Man 3 and Spider-Man. But it was all about Bill... Pa I mean, he was 70 years old the first time he was in a movie. It's all about Bill Paxton. Right. But he was executive producer of A Simple Plan with Bill Paxton. Oh, that's a great movie. He ran a lumber company, like, in Texas, you know, when they were... I don't know. When Bill Paxton hit the big time, he said, forget that. Okay, now this is good. We're in Bud Court's brain. Really? Yeah. A big-ass swimming pool. Oh, there he is. <laughs> the sea court. We're in my brain. Yeah. We're in my brain now. This movie makes no sense. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. So he's been like going on like this weird trip this whole time. <clears throat> now that was actually kind of funny. He said uh, there were sea monsters. And he says, is it dangerous? And Bud Cart goes, not for me because this is my brain. You can't get hurt in your own brain. And then he gets pulled under by the sea monsters. Yeah. And they put like a little red blood on there. That was a pretty nice touch. Made it to Southern yeah. California. Where? Like, if the water was his brain. Okay, Stop doing that. Inexplicably, he's a bum on the, or he's on the streets of Los Angeles for no reason. Yeah. Tacky suit. So 80s of Oh, that's uh, you're sending mixed messages there. Yeah. Just threw water on my head. 
I had it for water on you. The boss was looking. <laughs> okay, so somehow he's now freed from the hospital and craziness for a short time. And he begins to wander. And he ends up back at his office and in his, back at his building and in his office. Nice. Look how he's all dry and it's just la la la. I know. Look at my you nuts. You know what happens here. is there's always like a wet, there's always a wet stain on your cross. <coughs> like, well, I just find that. Someone <laughs> threw water on me. <laughs> Weird. That's good. Radio for staff is there. Yeah, here, I told you already about this, but it says, in the late 80s, Julie Corman got summer interns to go through several hundred old scripts. The best one they discovered was this one written by Charles Beaumont for Roger Corman in the 60s. Director Adam Simon liked it and updated it for modern times. It was shot in 20 days. Good for Adam Simon. That's good. Yeah, that's quick. I don't think they didn't didn't waste a single day. Nope. That 20 days, that's three weeks. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Look, he opens the window and it's not, Uh, right? He's home. He's home. Yeah. That things are there. But there's brain jar, brain wall. No, that's the lab. He's not in the lab. But there's a problem. Look, he's looking at, he's looking at Halsey's equation. That the Eunice Corporation were after. Now he starts to get like, what's wow. going on here? All the diplomas say Halsey. He's not in his office, unless his name's Halsey. Oh, is he still in Halsey's brain? I don't know. Huh. Yeah, that's it, Halsey. This is weird. So what does it mean? I guess it means like he is Halsey. Oh, yeah, check out your certificates. That's real, you know, because Yale will not forge a... But right now in his mind, he's Rex. He's not Halsey. So therefore, he's not falling for it. Uh oh, paranoia. People are coming to get him. Good. Good? Oh no. They're taking the elevator. Danny Goldman. Danny Goldman. There's no Danny Goldman here. That is not. I know it's you, Danny. Danny Goldman. Right? Imagine like Danny Goldman's in trouble with the law and Bud Cart's like at the shop, right? Yeah. I swear, you got the wrong man. Freeze, Goldman! No, I'm, I'm Bud Court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always says that. Get in the cab. Get in the cop car. Uh, okay, so now we just have the doctor from the beginning, but we he's calling him Halsey, and he gets pissed off about that. Right. I'm not Halsey. Do, 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 do. So, I don't know. Like, this movie doesn't grab me. Like, uh... You know, he's, I don't know, like, what's this movie trying to say? Like, we're just exploring a guy who's essentially crazy, and we keep getting these hints that he is three people. 
He's Halsley himself, and he's a murderer, Conklin. Uh, and he compartmentalizes those people to keep his sanity. But if he does, why is he insane? I, I don't know. Look, there's the original bum, right? That's my brain. Yeah. Right, the brain snatcher. Right, the brain snatcher. Who got into a, he got into a car accident with the brain snatcher. Right. Is he the bum, too? Nah. I don't think he's the bum, too. No. Hey, I want to tell you about Geico. <laughs> You're a Geico caveman? On the Geico's commercials, they go like, <laughs> I didn't know that Geico helped with, you know, rent insurance they say they use the word helped i didn't know that geico helped yeah. with boat insurance sure they'll help you yeah they'll take your money yeah yeah oh those commercials are too much when when your boat didn't uh, you know what the worst your money went down the drain right yeah i need like help stiller uh... ben stiller like uh i'm sorry i keep cutting you off yeah, he right. does it does, right? Is no, it... no, it wasn't worth it. You saved me. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow, it's Bill Paxton. Talking to Bill Paxton. It Paul. is. Yeah. This movie is a double really killing. Is. I'm a Terminator. Right. That is what he is. Let me guess. Ooh, Laundry day. Ho, ho, ho. You know the story about James Cameron? You know how some directors would always use the same actor? Uh -huh. Bill Paxton has appeared in so many James Cameron movies. It's kind of like a good luck charm. Like Joe Dante would have Dick Miller in it. Uh, Hector Elizondo was in uh, Gary Shanley, uh, Gary Shanley, Gary Marshall. I can't pronounce Hector Alexander. But there's always like the same guy in all the Clint, Clint Howard's and Ron Howard movies. So Bill Paxton showed up in like a lot of James Cameron movies. Right. I mean, you can retire nicely being in them. <laughs> Oh, and again, in Pixar, they keep using the guy uh, Cliff from Cheers to do voices. I don't know why. Well, maybe they like his right-wing uh, politics. Who knows? Uh, Cliff from Cheers had a show where he would go to American factories. Want to know how good a honey is made? We'll go to their factory. Right, right. I was like, hopefully this guy has so much FU money, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> now, Bill Paxton was in an 80s rock band called Martini Ranch, and they have a song at the end of this movie, and James Cameron directed the music video. No, wait, the music video for Brain Dead was I don't Bill think Paxton's Dead, band. But and it the... was a song called Reach, uh, featuring other, you know, people who worked with John uh, Cam uh, Cameron, James Cameron. Now, here, he's getting the brain operation on himself. And Conklin I don't, I don't is the brain surger surgeon. Ah. But they're all the same person. I guess. Look at Kennedy. I love how like Kennedy doesn't give a shit. There's a guy in the next room getting his brain picked on. 
And he does right. That's his character, though. Whoa. Can you hear me? He was in Aliens, as you know, James Cameron. And yeah, he had that famous line. Which Game was. Game over, man. Game over. Oh, right, right, right. And he said it all wimpy like yeah. we're in trouble. Game over, man. He was in True Lies, another James Cameron. Yeah. He was pretty oily in that one. He played like kind of. You kind of you know, like in the uh, uh, showgirls. She gets a ride with a hit, she hits his ride, and this guy's a creep to her. Right. And then like two hours when the movie's over, she hits his ride, and it's the same guy. And he's like, "Get out! You're crazy." <laughs> yeah, I think Paxton had a similar role in True True Lies. Like he he well, gave him he drove by in the beginning. He pretended that he was a spy to right. a lady, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis who happened to coincidentally be Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. So he was a car salesman right. and a sleazy one. Right, I remember the car salesman part. He was in Titanic, was he? Well, Pullman was in Titanic. Yeah, he was in Titanic as the uh, leader of the, is the word expedition? I don't know. They were going to raise it. Right. Okay. So it was back. See, I get those two guys mixed up. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to watch this movie. I don't really want to watch this scene, but yeah, how's my driving? Okay. Now, you see, whoa, where's he now? Well, he's driving. Remember the accident we saw? He's gonna essentially yeah, sure. hit himself. Oh, so he's that person too. This is trippy. Whoa. It was him all along. I knew it. Right. And he gets hit. So he saw it from two perspectives. But unlike shit. the rest of the time, he was the same person. 